Thank you for listening to the Legacy Church Podcast. To connect with us, go to LegacyNB.com. Now enjoy some teaching, healing, and prophetic ministry from one of our Encounter and Equip services. We're going to go ahead and move into our time of healing. This is an Encounter Sunday. If you've not been here before, the last Sunday of the month, we do things a little bit differently. We believe here at Legacy in, in, in equipping the saints, all of you, for the work of ministry. And there's something about coming face-to-face with Jesus that changes everything. But he said, it's good that I go away to the Father so that he can send you the Holy Spirit who comes to fill us up and to empower us. And the gifts of the Holy Spirit are gifts. They're not, they're not earned. <laughs> okay, they're gifts. And he decides how to give them, the measure of how they're given. Everybody's been given gifts. You all have gifts. But the most important gift you have is the Holy Spirit himself. And he'll give you whatever is needed at the moment that you need it. But right now we move into a time of healing. We want to go after physical healing. Why do we do this? Because every single one of you, guys, listen, every single one of you are going to be walking in healing. How do I know this? Because this is the kingdom. It's the children's bread. And we don't need the gifts in heaven. We don't need the gifts in heaven. Okay? So we need them here. And you're going to be in places that me or Jay or Rob or Kelly or whoever else is not going to be there. But there's going to be somebody in your neighborhood, somebody in your home, somebody in your workplace, somebody on the street that you're going to see in the grocery store. And God's going to tap you on the shoulder and say, go get them. I want to touch them. Show show my love. And you're going to have to punch fear in the face. And fear of rejection, fear of whatever it is. Okay, we're going to have to just love so much. Right? Perfect love casts out all fear. Because fear is about punishment or torment. And he who fears has not been made perfect in love. And he is perfecting us in his love. He has perfected us in his love. Right? So what you know we have to do. We have to activate it. So I'm going to ask a few people. We, we talk about words of knowledge. Sometimes it shows up in prophetic. I'll talk about that in a minute. But oftentimes the Lord will tell us what he wants to do in a service. Now we'll just go after healing no matter what here in a minute. But sometimes we want to activate the gift of words of knowledge because sometimes he'll tell you some things in very interesting ways. It's all about how you hear God. Sometimes it's by just a thought, an impression. Sometimes you might actually hear it. Some people might see something. A lot of times I'll feel it in my body, what's going on uh, in the body. If you came into church and all of a sudden you have a pain, it's probably not yours. It might be somebody else's. It's the way that God taps you on the shoulder and says, hey, I want to I want to heal that, whatever that is. So if you feel like you have a word of knowledge, go ahead and come on up. Just a few of you. I've already asked a couple of different ones to come up or whatever. I know the prayer team has also prayed for some. So if you feel like you have a word of knowledge, this, come on, come on up and share. I really feel like someone's going to heal this. Someone's, God's doing this. I'm really feeling like he's touching me in some way or he's telling me this thing. What's he healing? Come on, you guys. I'm stretching you. Some of you need to come up and share. Just, you don't have to give a backstory. Just tell us what it is. I feel that during worship, during worship, um, God was already healing people. So if, if you came in here needing a healing, test it out right now. Before anybody prayed for you, the Holy Spirit was here, and he was working on you already. So I, I really felt strongly that he did a lot of things already. Yeah, um, I had uh, 
a pain in my arm, my right arm. Uh, I thought it might be arthritis, but it, it, God said it was carpal tunnel. Um, and we, during pre-service, we heard a whole lot of right side. Yeah. Does anybody have that? If you have that, I'm going to ask you to stand up. That's your act of faith. It takes faith, right? So if you anybody feel like you have that, it could be on the live stream as well. It could also be somebody that you know. It may not even be somebody in this room. The Lord has healed people um, vicariously through you in intercession and on the live stream as well. And they may watch the recording later. So if you feel like that's you, go ahead and stand up. Go ahead. came into church today and my knees started hurting and I know that I don't have anything wrong with my knees so I think that God is going to be healing people's knees today um it was my left knee left knee specifically I'll grab that one anybody else come on um if you have any popping in your joints and there's pain that radiates from them specifically elbows or knees God wants to heal that God's going after some joints right now so one of our prophetic uh, sensors before serve or during worship uh, smelt flowers. So there's two things. One, I believe the Lord's wanting to do a fresh thing when there is healing. We know that. But also, if you're dealing with allergies of any sort whatsoever, especially seasonal, or the dust that's been in the air because it's been dry, go ahead and stand up. Well, that should be a lot of people in the room standing up, I think. Uh, this one's not really a physical pain, but it was... Um, Deliverance from voices in the head during worship. Being able to sing this morning, I, uh, I walked in and I told, I asked God, I was like, I want to sing for you. Um, I was like, I need you. You are my God. And I, I went up to a couple people. I was like, you know what? Uh, I want to learn and uh, just sing. Read the words in your heart. Uh, ask why. Deliverance from your, uh, the, the voice that's being suppressed in you. Anybody feel like that, that there's, if there's a choking or a hindrance in any way? During worship, I heard left eardrum or left ear. So I believe that God's healing ear infections and deaf ears. If that's any of you guys, go ahead and stand up or claim that for someone that you know. So I'm going to read off some other ones. Um, confusion. Um, trouble, just feeling like you're not hearing the Lord very well, like there's a block or a hindrance or, or something there. If you're dealing with um, depression, oppression, there was arthritis again, Parkinson's, carpal tunnel in the right arm, lower back, lower back, um, d something in the digestive system. I heard Crohn's. Um, ingrown toenails. God cares about your ingrown toenails, okay? There's pain there. He cares about it. Um, of course, heart healing, mindsets that need to change, migraines. Migraines comes up quite a bit. I feel like the Lord is really dealing with that. Migraines, um, right shoulder pain, right ankle and knee pain, right side of the body, as they said. And then hormonal imbalance. It could be a misdiagnosis of something else. Um, so, and, and I'll just release to you, if you're menopausal, premenopausal, um, scoliosis, I did have left ankle, like someone had turned an ankle or twisted an ankle um, and fallen arches. If anybody has any of those, right, I feel like the Lord is touching you in those. So just right now, just as we release the word of knowledge, an act of faith happened when you stood up, okay? So I just want you to test it out. Whatever it is right now, just test it out. You have to kind of, if you can do something, sometimes I know you might need tests or blood tests or see a doctor or x-ray or whatever. But go ahead and do something you couldn't do before. That's an act of faith. If I couldn't raise my hand above my shoulder, then I'm going to try to do it, right? And if your arm only goes to here, that's fine. But if you couldn't do it all the way, go ahead and do that. Turn your ankles around, bend your knees, something that you couldn't do. Test it out. Test out the lower back. Just begin to move. Begin to move. Begin to move whatever it is. 
and believe by faith that it already being released has been healed. And so if you feel like something has already happened and you already have some progress, wave one hand at me right now. Wave one hand. Come on, look around. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Now, if it's completely gone, I want you to do two hands like this. Completely gone is two hands. Come on, two hands. One over here, completely gone. Thank you, Lord. Just by words of knowledge, guys, we didn't even pray. That's called faith, right? God shows up in lots of ways. So now we're going to pray. And everyone in the room is a part of the prayer team. Okay, so if you're willing, I want you to find somebody who's standing. You might have to pray for the person standing next to you. You might be both be standing. Go ahead and pray. But go ahead and find somebody to pray for right now. Find somebody to pray for. Find someone to pray for. And it's a real simple prayer, like a four-year-old. Ask whatever it is that needs to go, whatever it needs to be healed. We pray in faith. God, we thank you that you want to heal this. We command all pain to go now in Jesus' name. We release healing into the body right now in Jesus' name. We command the muscles to loosen and all inflammation to go now in Jesus' name. Ankles be healed in Jesus' name. Joints be healed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The restoration of hearts and minds coming into alignment, that they have the mind of Christ and they can think what you think. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We come against the spirit of infirmity right now in Jesus' name. We bind and rebuke any spirit of infirmity, any deaf and dumb spirit in Jesus' name. The Lord rebuke you. Come, Holy Spirit, and move. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now just say thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you that you're the healer. Now we're going to take a minute and test it out again. We always test after praying. So test it out again. Notice if there's anything different. Okay, anybody else notice any movement there after that prayer? Wave one hand at me. Any movement after that prayer? We got one, two, three. Thank you, Lord. Two hands up if it's completely gone. Two hands up. One, two, three, four. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Okay, we're going to pray again. Guess what? Jesus prayed twice. Jesus prayed twice for the blind man to see. So we're going to pray one more time. If you, don't, if you didn't feel a shift at all, we're going to go again. Thank you, Jesus, that you're the healer. We pray again. Thank you, Lord. Even if it's partial, if there's a partial movement, we say thank you for that. That means he's touching you. That means he's doing something. So we thank you, Lord, all the way. 100% healing, complete restoration. We release the blood of Jesus into every physical body. All allergies go in Jesus' name. Asthma is rebuked in Jesus' name. Joints be healed in Jesus' name. Back come into alignment. Every disc we tell it to move. Be straight in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, God. We thank you, Jesus. Now test it again. Test it again. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Sometimes healing is progressive, you guys. We can't give up and not be disappointed, okay? Miracles happen in a moment, but sometimes healing happens over time. And I'm going to ask one thing right now. If you did not see a healing right now, 
I'm just going to ask one question, and I want you to go to the Father with it for just a minute. If you were not healed of anything and nothing shifted, I'm just going to ask a question. It doesn't mean this pertains to you, but it might. Okay? Who do you need to forgive? Go to the Lord right now. Sometimes unforgiveness is going to block physical healing. An emotional healing is often a hindrance to physical healing. Not always. Not always. Please hear me. But if you didn't have a measure of healing, I always ask that. Is there anyone you need to forgive? You don't have to tell us about it. You just go to the Lord. God, I choose this day to forgive so-and-so. Help me to forgive. God, I choose with my free will to forgive. Help me to forgive. I release a blessing to them. I ask forgiveness for any cursing or judgments that I made, and I release a blessing to them, and I declare them innocent by the blood of Jesus. Forgive them as you forgive me, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, if you said that prayer, amen, I'm going to ask you to test your healing out again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Sometimes that's just a truth. Heart stuff sometimes gets in the way. So we thank you, Lord, as you're releasing healing all over the room right now. Those of you who were healed and you waved two hands at me, I want you to come up to the front really quick. Come on, real quick, 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 real quick. If you waved two arms at me, if you got healed, I want you to come up, testify. Come on, really quick. You don't have to say much. Just come up really quick and tell us what happened. It's all we want to know. What was wrong? What got healed? What can you do different? Um, so I've been having um, really bad migraines, and actually during um, worship, my my um, head started hurting even more because of the music, and so my grandmother, she prayed for me, and after that, my head started hurting even more, and then I go and I hug my mom, and it was completely gone. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come on. Hi. Hi. I'm new. That's okay. Met Roy, and I'm here. He does uh, work for Elmer's AC. Hi, Roy. Thank you. (laughs) I'm glad to be here. Colin prayed for me. I ran into a wall, which happens when you're older, and you forget what you're doing, and the whole side of my body from my neck down. And it was so sore. I've been trying to ice it. I don't have any more pain. Thank you, Colin, for praying for me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hi. Hi. So uh, for the last month, maybe month and a half, I've been having serious pain in my forearm where, like, if it touches anything, my entire arm radiates with heat. And just during worship, I after I stood up and got prayed for, I put my hand on it, everything like that, and it didn't hurt. That's so good. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, so, so the reason why we go after that and the reason why we ask you to share testimonies, guys, is because there's power in the testimony. If God will do it with one, he'll do it for any other, right? There's no favorites there, okay? We're all his favorite. And so, yes, good. And come on up. Yeah, if you guys feel like you need to share a testimony, come on up. Um, as Pastor Jay was praying, I just felt the healing, and I know God is healing me from top to bottom. <laughs> and I, I just, uh, I just, I'm so thankful to God because he has healed me from migraine headaches. He has healed me from sinus infections, and it was just like 
all of a sudden, like, <laughs> they went away. And so um, it's been years, and I have not gotten anything like that. Like, it has not returned. Anything like that has returned back to me. And I believe that a lot of people have been healed. <laughs> I really do. And, and they're going to and they're gonna be, I mean, God heals, and we believe in healing. We just have to believe. We just have to just know that we are healed because Jesus Christ does heal. Yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Amen. Good, good. Yay. Yeah. Thank the Lord. Yeah, so now we're going to move into a time of prophetic ministry. I'm going to ask the prophetic ministry to go ahead and come on up. Before we move into prophetic ministry... Yeah, we're going to have Catherine share. She's going to be taking off soon to go on a mission trip, um, uh, which totally lines up with a prophetic word that Isabel dropped, uh, dropped on her when she was here in November. So go ahead and share a little bit about what you're doing so we can pray. Okay. Um, I will be heading to the Ivory Coast next Sunday morning. I will be there for 11 days. Um, we're going to be working in an area that is one of the most demonized areas in that country. And we're going to be getting the boots on the ground training to bring it back here and help our own community. Um, so. We're talking massive crusades. She, she didn't share that part. We're talking massive thousands of people type crusades. Okay. Lots of big stuff is going to be taking place. And so we know that she is a sent one there. And so if you guys will stretch out your hands, we're going to go ahead and pray. When she says thousands, you need to understand the church she's going to is over 300,000 people. And yet, there's more people to reach, and that's the whole point of it. It's just the beginning stages of it, too. So, Yeah. Yeah, so you guys, just as you feel led to pray or to prophesy, if you have a word, I'll pass the microphone. Be brief. We thank you, Jesus. Yeah, stretch out your hand. Just release words. We thank you, Lord. Fill her, God. Fill her, Lord. Fill her. Fill her, Father. Just, Lord, I just pray you release your words through her mouth, right words at the right time, in the right language. <laughs> and I thank you, God, that you're releasing French to her. And I just unlock her tongue, and I just bless her with the ability to speak and understand the, the language there. And, Father, I thank you that this is going to build her confidence of who you are in her. I bless her to come back on fire for you. And I thank you, God, that she's going to fall in love with the people of the Ivory Coast. Yeah, Lord, and we just step right now. We're an apostolic resource center, which means we're a sending center. And so just as an apostle, I send you now in the name of Jesus Christ. And I release the full favor of this house and the anointing for the mission. I just declare there's an increase in your capacity to hear. This release, there's an increase in the capacity to see. And most of all, an increased capacity to feel the pleasure of the Father that combats all fear. Come, Holy Spirit. We anoint this sent one now in the name of Jesus. More. More. Let fire fall. Let fire fall now. And we thank you that we receive what she brings back as increase. Yeah. In Jesus' name.
as a husband, I send you and release you. Wow. You're not lesser than we're running mates. That would go be awesome because he made you to be awesome. I call forth your boldness. Call for your boldness. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are a lioness. Yes, God. Yes, Lord. We just thank you for what you're going to do through Catherine, Lord. That, Lord, you are more than up in, in and through her, God. Just thank you. I just I send her and I'm excited, Father. Excited for the testimonies. Thank you, Lord. As one who uh, represents your spiritual sons, Lord, I just declare such a, um, a protection over her. And, Father, a brand new wisdom, Lord, that, uh, that she would be the wise person that others go to to say, how do I get this done? Father, that uh, through her mouth and what she speaks, the outreach would extend because of the wisdom that you've just given her now. In Jesus' name. I actually saw God's hand come down, and he picks you up. And I see you sitting in his hand. You're sitting cross-legged, and you're just, like, waiting for this adventure. And I hear him say, it's going to be with ease that you do this. Even the warfare will come with ease because you're sitting in the palm of his hand. And I hear that he has taken you forward in a time of rest. He has been giving you rest in this time and preparing you and bringing to to a new understanding that as you go out, you walk in that rest and he has everything already planned. Every step that you take, you take within the authority of him. And nothing that you're going to do is anything but what he's told you to do. We declare that forward in Jesus' name. Yeah, and I just see, like, everything that you're carrying, like the vine, that it's it's growing. And it's going to do two things. One, it's going to suffocate the mouth of the enemy and everywhere that he tries. And so, I like, I can just visually see, like, you know, when the vines are taking over the fences. And, and that's what I see. So, it's one, suffocating. But two, it's releasing everything that you carry and that you have inside of you. And God is releasing the gifts of the Spirit. And so, that is going to be um, overtaking as he shuts the mouth of the enemy. The, the, the Spirit of God is going to overtake the, the area that you're in. And the sword that you carry over all is love, yeah. right? If I speak in the tongue of men and of angels, but I have not love, I'm a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. Like none of the gifts matter if there's not love. And what you do well and easy is love. And you're going to be able to just touch people and love's going to pour out. You're going to be able to hug people and demons are going to flee. You're just going to be able to look at them with love and they're going to be wrecked and they're not going to see you. They're going to see Jesus. So Lord, I just thank you for Catherine, this pure one, God, this pure hearted one as you named her that, Father. And I just thank you. We send her out in the full blessing and covering of this house. And we thank you, Lord, as you release freedom to the Ivory Coast, God, freedom to this nation, Lord. So we thank you and we declare it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yeah. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Yeah, come on. This guy speaks French, so we're just going to let him go. 
je proclame aujourd'hui que tu puisses entendre les gens de Côte d'Ivoire, que tu puisses entendre leur voix, leur détresse, et que tu puisses venir avec Jésus les libérer, que tu puisses avoir tout son pouvoir avec toi, avec l'épée de l'amour, avec, avec le bouclier de Righteous. Ah, you have everything with him. Tu as tout. Il te donne tout. Il t'entend, il te voit, il t'envoie. Tu es prête, Catherine, tu es prête. Amen, 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 amen. <laughs> Every tongue, tribe, and nation will give glory to Jesus. Amen. All right, so this is our time of prophetic ministry. We, as this house, everyone can hear God. Everyone can hear God for yourself, and you can also hear God for other people. So that is a gift. There is a prophetic ministry, and that's what we're practicing and demonstrating here. And then the next level is to become a trusted voice. When you're a trusted voice, it's because you have stewarded it well. You've been coached, and that's what this team is about, right? So everybody in the house can prophesy, but the way that the, the reason why this team is up here is because they've become a trusted voice. They've been willing to be coached and trained and to intentionally want to grow in this particular gifting and ministry, okay? And so not all are, um, are called prophets or emerging or office prophets, but we do have some of those here as well. So just know that that's what we want to demonstrate is the ability to hear God in every single prophetic ministry in our protocol will, ex- will um, edify, exhort, or give comfort to you. It will draw you to the Lord, not to us. It's going to draw you to the Lord. It's oftentimes a confirmation of something he's already said to you, but sometimes it's an invitation, a door into something new. Okay, so sometimes a word of knowledge, specific information will come forth in that prophetic word or will trigger the prophetic word, but sometimes not. So sometimes the prophetic word might be symbolic language. It's up to you to test, to judge, to pray, and to discern. We know in part and we prophesy in part. It's just a a piece of the puzzle. And oftentimes you'll hear me say add on because when someone else gets a word, we want two or three to be able to add on to it. Sometimes it's a new word adding on. Sometimes it's a different interpretation of what's been spoken. So that's what the team uh, prophetic ministry is about. And then we'll hold uh, corporate words for the end if you'll remind me, okay? All right, who has the word right now? Yeah. So young man that just spoke French, uh, what's your name? Thomas, we met last week. Um, when you were worshiping um, today, I saw a picture of you in a boardroom, like a corporate environment, um, and you were there was this big corporate um, table, and there were many men sitting around it, and there were also people on Zoom and other, you know. But you were you were presiding over this meeting, and I don't know what it was, what it was meant for. But you, in that period in your life, um, are able to speak the truth in love, God's truth in love, into the corporate environment. I don't know if that's what your 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 path is right now, but I don't, and I don't know how that door is going to open for you. But sometime in your um, ten year future, maybe, because um, you were older than you are right now. The picture of you was that you were older than you are right now. And you were in charge of this meeting, and you uh, you were talking to a lot of really high-heeled um, corporate big bucks type. And I don't know if it was government or what, but you were in charge of this meeting, and they were paying attention to every word you were saying. So prepare yourself for that. I release into you, I release you into the uh, corporate world. I I release the truth through you into the corporate world. I declare that that uh, you 
that doors will open and fly open in front of you, that you will um, be able to, you'll be invited to places that you thought you would never be invited to, that you would be speaking to people that you never thought you would be in front of. I, I, I really believe that, that this is governmental even, and that, that you're going you're gonna to be speaking to um, high ups in the government of France, um, and even here in the United States, that, that your voice is going to be heard, but it's not your voice that's speaking, it's the Holy Spirit in you that is speaking. And I hear that there is going to be, during this walk that he's taking you through, that in order for you to know, he's going to start to give you a gift of sight like you've never seen before. And he's going to highlight each step that you go. You're going to look to the left. You're going to look to the right. And he's going to highlight it. And you're going to know. Wait on him showing you those places. And so we declare that forward right now. We declare and decree over his life that sight be be strengthened. We thank you, Lord, that what you've begun in him, you're faithful to complete. And we thank you that everything that you've called him to, he will walk in, in Jesus' name. Yeah, you're a big dreamer, and I just heard, kept hearing favor, 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 favor. You cannot dream bigger than God, so keep dreaming big. And I just see you writing down those dreams and laying out the plans before him and just dream. And even if it, you laugh at it because it sounds really crazy, just go ahead and write it down because exceedingly abundantly more than you ask or you can imagine is what he has in store for you. So go ahead and allow yourself to be stretched. But I do encourage you to also stay in the secret place with him so that you always know his voice above every other it's always about his voice in the secret place, in the place of intimacy. The higher you go, the lower you got to go. The lower you got to go. So I release favor over you in Jesus' name. Grayson, happy birthday. I heard over you that you are a son of grace. Real good prophetic word, Lord. Yeah, but what I got out of that was uh, grace is supernatural power of God, and it is, it is favor, Okay. And so the Lord has favored you, and he's going to give you access into weird knowledges that you shouldn't know yet because you would just turn 13. But even you're going to help your dad in business by just random things that you say. He's going to be like, oh, I needed that. There's going to be unusual things. And I also hear that you are a builder of people. And this is such a training season for you. But you are going to build masses of people. So, Lord, I declare that over him now, that he is a son of grace. And that, Father, that he just exudes it, and people can pick it off of him like a, like a fruit on a tree branch. And, Father, that they would gain what he has, and he would lift them up. And I declare this now in Jesus' name. Grace, and over you, I see a gate. And that gate is going to open the love that's going to pour forth everything. So love well. Yes, you do love well. Yeah, and I see the Lord releasing divine strategy over you. Um, you're going to understand things like wisdom beyond your time. But you're really good at puzzles because the Lord wants to release divine strategy in you to release through you. So it's not just... Legos and building stuff, 
right? You have divine strategy on you. And so just know that that's one of the ways you hear the Lord. So I, I hope that just builds your confidence that you already hear the Lord really well in that area. And I, you know, we hear David a lot for worshipers, but you just can't help but not speak David. But that's what I heard the Lord say. I heard him say that you worship like David worshiped. You have an extravagant, intimate worship, and he loves your worship of him. And it's actually going to make you feel a little foolish because you're going to get so crazy in love with Jesus. Whoa. That you're going to dance like David dance, like it's going to be an exuberance dance. And that's part of the way that you break through. It's part of the way that you're going to war. It's going to be through worship and that secret place of intimacy, but you already carry it. And so I bless it in you. I bless it in you to increase. I bless the gift inside of you that there, there are music and worship gifts inside of you. There's a heart of David that loves well, but it pours forth in creativity. So I bless the creativity in you at the same time. And I say creativity, it's not always about like arts and crafts. Sometimes it is with music and art, but sometimes it is a divine strategy. But I see him bridging that with the gift of wisdom. So I release the gift of wisdom over him right now, Lord. And I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for Grayson. In Jesus' name. I wasn't going to say it until afterwards, but he said to release it because somebody else needs to hear it. Jerusalem had a dung gate. And so when Catherine released uh, the word gate, you have to understand it's important for us. If we don't get rid of the trash and the junk and the dung, that wisdom can be bound up with stuff. And so the Lord I see is also opening up a discernment to be able to discard and uh, push aside the things that are not from the Lord. And that's part of the strategy is you're going to hear things and see things. And automatically just saw, I saw you pulling a lever and it's like it's going to lift up a gate and everything that was dung gets pushed to the wayside. So the only thing that's left over is the wisdom of the Lord. I want to go back to you just for a moment. Um, I saw something completely different, but I want to share it with you. I saw you were like in the middle of a war zone, and there was people all around running, and I saw you had that um, patch on your arm that had the cross on it, uh, like you were a medic, and people were coming to you and saying, you know, where, where do we go? What do we do? And I just felt the Spirit of the Lord say that you were actually someone who was going to help the wounded that you're like a medic in the spirit. Liana, what I saw for you is that God is saying that it's time for you to begin to study his faith because there's something in that for you. He wants you to, he has a gift of faith for you. He has a gift of faith for you, but he wants you to begin to study it because he said as you begin to study and even looking at the generals and, and all the people that moved in that deep, gift he's saying that as you study that your faith is going to rise and he's going to add to it i'm going to add on you already have the faith you have the faith and it's a gift of faith right and so even though you partner with study i just saw the lord just kind of just pour it over your head and so i just release that over you right now that there is a measure of faith we all have and there's a muscle that we can grow and exercise but it's not in striving it's not just the studying that's going to get it it's a gift of faith and so we just open that door and release right now the gift of faith that's god's faith it's his faith to believe for big things so we just thank you for that and i just heard john g lake who was a man of faith and so i just released that over you as well that he says that you're a revivalist liana whoa 
that you're a revivalist and that your passion for revival and your passion to see change and transformation. And so we just bless that in you and we call it forth out of you to step into it in a place of confident authority and let it settle inside of you. So we thank you in Jesus' name. All right. New words? New words? Sissy, congratulations. We're so happy for you. The Lord was speaking to me last night about you, and he told me that, or he showed me a vision of you hopping from rainbow to rainbow to rainbow. You're in a new level, and the thing is, is there's a new calling and a new ministry that he is calling you to that a lot of people don't want to go near. And you are going to have the grace to walk in and literally obliterate anything that the enemy tries to do. All you have to do is walk in and do what you do in prayer room. In your time with him alone, you're going to do right there. And every step you take is going to make a difference in the kingdom where you're going into. You have it now. You just need to step forward and say, okay, God, I'm ready. So we just declare and we decree into her life. We thank you into her and her husband's life that what you've started today, the words that are declared and decreed, she's going to recognize and move forward in. We thank you for this amazing ministry that you've called her to and that she has every single thing that she needs now in Jesus' name. All right. Uh, George, the guy who's sitting behind you with the beard. Luke. It's a good name. All right. So I like beards, and, you know, God's talking me through beards. So basically, I, I can't remember if it's Moses or Aaron, but the glory of the Lord dripped off of his beard is Aaron. So I just release over you that the glory of the Lord is available to you, and that um, the th- I don't know what you're going through, but what you are going through, when you get into the glory of the Lord, when you say, Lord, I, just let me in. I want to see your glory. When you get there, things cannot stand in the weight of God's glory. The things that are against you will not stand. And I declare this now over you in Jesus Christ's name. Oh, okay. (laughs) I had a couple of new words, but okay, I'll add on. Um, So I see, maybe this is who it was for. Um, I see the word firewall. And I was looking that up, and it says a network of security device that monitors and filters incoming and outcoming networks. So basically, it's a barrier that sits between a private internal network and the public internet. And so I see it as a firewall that, that is blocking everything that the enemy is trying to bring in. So wherever your foot steps, you're creating that firewall that nothing that the enemy is trying to push through, you are blocking that. And, and so I just see you standing that guard. So I release that, that you are a firewall for the kingdom of God, and um, that you will walk in that. So uh, when she said firewall, I heard firebrand. And so I feel like the Lord is saying that, um, and, and to really play on this word too, I felt like when he, when he released um, the word over you, I actually heard priest. 
Um, and so with the glory coming upon you like Aaron's beard, I heard priests, like a Levitical priest. And so there's something about the tribe of Levi and being a priest before the Lord, but you carry that um, already. And I hear that you're a wordsmith. You're someone who likes words, likes language, and words matter to you. Words have meaning to you. And so the Lord's actually been speaking to you, not just in the word, but he's actually going to start revealing other words for you. There's a play on words he's actually doing right now as well with the firewall and the fire brand. And I actually see you standing at the edge of a cliff or whatever, just peering out into the, like, uh, like this giant gorgeous scene or whatever of mountains, hills, and valleys or whatever. And I hear them saying that there's a promised land available for you. And it's like, take the highlands because you take, you take the high road. Whoa, you take the high road. And so I heard it just like a, the Scottish Highlanders. I don't know if you have that in your ancestry, but there's Scottish Highlanders or whatever. They were warriors. They were fighters. They were going. But it was, there was something about the hills and the valleys and stuff for you. And so you've known the hills and valleys. And the Lord has been the good shepherd for you. Jesus, he's been the good shepherd for you, and he's revealing himself as a good father and a good shepherd, but he's releasing you into this next thing, into the promised land that he has available for you. You've had your eye on it for a while, and he says, go get it. And I see it. It's almost like Caleb when he says, I'm going to go get my mountain. I helped all you guys, and now it's my turn. I'm going to go get my mountain now. And so I feel like the Lord is saying, you have permission right now to run after the thing that you have your eyes on. You have permission. You have permission. You have permission to run. You're my son, and I've given you everything that is needed in your hand to go and take the land, to take the vision, and to take the dream. You don't need anybody else. I'm with you. I've gone ahead of you, and I also cover your backside. And so I thank you, Lord, that you're releasing him into his promises right now in Jesus' name. New word. Okay, so this is for a few people. This is this little girl right here, the blonde right there. You can stand up. And Tristy, am I saying your name right? Yeah, you can stand up. And then it was for um, you right there with the pink on the end of your hair and for Hunter. Yeah. You're going to love this word. <laughs> so I saw the Lord releasing you guys like glitter bombs. <laughs> I don't make them up. Sorry. So like you guys each have a specific joy anointing where um, the Lord is releasing a specific kind of glitter through you. And if you just like spun around in a circle, you would release joy on everybody around you. Yeah. So go ahead and just prophetically spin around. Yeah. 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 And yours is this very fine glitter. Yours and yours is this very fine glitter that you can breathe in. And just being around you, people breathe in joy when they're around you. And yours is actually big pieces of glitter that I saw. And I think it just sticks on people. And you just and when you're around people, it just joy just sticks on them, and they can't they can't shake it off because it's all over them. It's stuck all over them. And that's y'all's joy anointing. And I'm sorry, but brother, I know you hate glitter. But the Lord says there are heaven colors you don't even see that you're releasing. So if you look with the eyes of heaven, you're going to see all the colors of joy that God's going to release through you. And when she was saying, I, I, you know, maybe in a different context, like when you're twirling around your drumsticks, right, and you're, and it's just like flinging and, and bouncing the sound waves is what it is. It's the, it's the glitter of the sound waves, you know, resonating through the atmosphere. Um, I, I do have a new word. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. This one I actually got um, a couple of weeks ago, and, you know, I wasn't sure when the Lord wanted me to release it, but I was in the back in Byron. This is for you. Um, yeah, 
with in in the hat. So uh, they were the worship team was was singing, "Come and consume God, all we are. We give you permission. Our hearts are yours. We want you." And this be. And I just feel like the Lord was speaking this. Like I could just see Him singing this over you, like telling you, "Come and consume all you want. Everything I have is yours. Um, you have permission." You don't, you don't have to ask. You have permission. You don't need to ask, but, but ask, and you will receive. I want you. My heart is yours. And I just felt that the Lord was just singing that over you and speaking that as you were receiving that song and you were singing it to him. He was just singing it back to you, and he was just like, consume. It's yours. It's yours. Everything you want, it's yours. So I just release you with that. I bless you with that. So um, I just, uh, since she started talking, I saw First uh, John four and five. You're being perfected in love, and the Lord is the Lord is just washing you and showering you as you're praying to Him. He's washing you and showering you with love, and as you're receiving that love, then you you ha- you're releasing that love like those other people had joy. You have love all over you just to release out to especially to brothers a brother brotherly love. And so I just bless you with knowing that, yes, you have that. But also as you pray and you're talking to the Lord, he's pouring that into you. And just feel, feel I just give you permission to just receive that from the Lord, but just to know that you got it. Okay? So I hope that encourages you. Pastor Tommy behind Byron, um, I see in you a, a new season. This is a season you've, you've sown so many seeds and you've sown so much good seed on good soil. And this is a time of cultivation. This is a time of, of um, nourishing those new plants and, and uh, watching them grow. And um, I see expansion in your ministry and I, we, we bless what you're doing, Father God. We partner with what you're doing and we thank you t- for um, your partnership with us, and, and we're glad you're here today so that we can uh, love on you and let you know how much we care about what you're doing. And, and we just um, we declare expansion, that, that the tent, peds, tent pegs would expand exponentially every time that you speak in Jesus' name. I see a vial of oil being broken over y'all, fresh oil, a newness, a freshness, and a refreshing to keep going. New words? Any other new words? New words? Morgan has one. Over everyone with white or platinum blonde hair, I got the word um, bioluminescent, and bio means life, and lumen means um, light. And then the essence portion of it is to exude. So God calls you life lights, and that your bioluminescence is you're the very essence of God's life light within you. And this next season, God's calling you to shine, to not hide in caves anymore, but to like open up your flowers and open up your light to others. And there are going to be places you're called that people don't see light. But when they're walking through dark places, they're able to see the life light you bring. And it's going to make the place not something terrifying, but it's actually going to show them how beautiful the dark places can be in God's presence. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have a corporate word. So if you're married, it's for you. If you're not, 
it's for you because you're the bride of Christ. <laughs> you're welcome. All right. God is wanting his bride to come into agreement with his bridegroom, Jesus. The world has been trying to rip apart unity through marriage and identity. But remember that he so loved the world that he gave his only son. The father desires his bride and his bridegroom to co-labor in the Holy Spirit. That is his church, his son, intimacy between the two, and spending time together and co-laboring. The Lord has unlocked, past tense, a new depth of intimacy between a husband and a wife and a bride and the bridegroom to be an example of his goodness, his grace, his power, and his power to flow through the covenant of a man and wife and from God to man. So I declare over this body, your people, Father, that new intimacy between a husband and a wife and a bride and a bridegroom that we would know you met better, that we would um, know our spouses better. And Father, that we would, um, we would be such an example of you, Lord. And I just, hear, I just hear this big call that instead of me going and ministering by myself, that I need to take my wife by the hand and I have to go, baby, you're coming with me. And we're doing this in agreement with each other and with the Lord because it's the right thing to do. And he wants to... He wants to make that so known that his people, his, his husband and wives on this planet are representing him so well. So I declare that over you now, church, that you will be in agreement with one another and that it will be easy, but that you'd be intentional with it in Jesus' name. Yeah, so good. And the corporate word I have, and then I know Jay's got a word to release as well, um, I've talked about a couple of these over the several months or whatever, but the ones that the Lord is re-highlighting again is we are closing up in the next couple of months, we're closing up the Hebrew calendar. And a new calendar is going to happen in September, and I'll talk more about this next month. But what I hear the Lord saying right now is now is the season where we're to finish the race well. That there are some things you guys have been racing, you've been doing, you've been plowing, you've been putting together, and now is the season to be able to finish well. Like, don't give up. There's this Right now is the time to kind of stay on task and stay in line with what he is saying. So we're going to be accelerating through August into September. There's going to be a great shift. I absolutely believe, just like Isabel, when she came, she brought a breaker and a release and an upgrade for us. I believe that when Keith comes this next week and Marguerite and Heather, they're all going to come and they're going to release another breaker and another shift. And it's going to accelerate us through August and into September into the next new thing that's coming as we step into the prophetic words that the Lord has released over this house. And the word that he keeps reminding me of, two of them, one of them is Psalm 23. He gave me for year 2023. Seems like not so prophetic, but I'm going to tell you right now, if you go and read through Psalm 23, even if it's familiar to you, right, there is a new grace on that chapter for you right now in this season. So I encourage you to go and let him be the shepherd of your heart right now. You shall not want for anything, okay? He's going to lead you beside still waters. He's going to bring rest and reformation. He's going to be there in the, in, the, in the valleys. He's going to be there in every situation, whatever it is. The Lord is going to highlight a verse or a passage in there specifically for you. So I encourage you to go back and read that in two or three different translations if you want to, to 
catch what it is he's saying to you specifically. But Psalm 23 is the year 2023, and then we'll shift into this next year. But I also hear the Lord saying, it's now again, get your house in order. You guys have heard me share where the Lord had me do that for several years, and and I had to do it in various different places in my life, whether it was at work or finances or whatever it is, my health most recently. So all of those things have come into alignment. And now as we're looking forward to the next season of this church and the the building and everything else, we are going to have a rummage sale. And I'm going to tell you the reason why I got the idea, because I don't really like doing garage sales, to be really honest with you. But the Lord said, we got a clean house. We have to clean house. So there's cleaning house here and here. We got to do our own cleaning house inside of us, in our marriages, as he said, in our homes. Okay, but there's something, there's practical that you can do. It's a prophetic act, just like we do anything else. You have to go through your house. And there's some things you just got to get rid of. Okay, and I'm, listen, I am talking to myself. My husband knows. Okay, we've got stuff. We've got to clear out in our house as well. Okay, we have a long list of things. But I'm just telling you, it's, it's get your house in order, come into agreement, into order, whatever that is. Get rid of the stuff that doesn't fit anymore in your closet, whatever it is. We're going to start gathering the things that are good and useful that someone else would buy that's a treasure for somebody. We don't give garbage to people. Okay, it's a prophetic act. We don't give garbage to people. We don't give broken things to people. We want to give good gifts. And so when we bring forth our stuff for the rummage sale, it's because we don't use it, we don't need it, but it would be a good gift to somebody else. Amen? Okay, everything else that's garbage just needs to go. And you need to figure out what needs to be garbage that just needs to go versus what can be given to the rummage sale or whatever else. But I hear it again, get your house in order. And I'm going to ask you to ask the Lord what that means. What is it that I need to get in order. What is it that I need to let go of? Now, I can wrestle like the best of them (laughs) with the Lord. I'm just being really real, okay? And so when I finally let go of some things, when he he began to highlight the things, Cindy, you haven't let go of that. And I was like, oh, okay. Forgive me, Lord. Face in the carpet, surrender. With joy, okay? Face in the carpet, surrender. You know what he is pointing at. You know what he's looking at. So do something that takes a step in that direction. You know, we talk about fasting often. It's usually about water or food or whatever it is about fasting. Some of you need to fast other things. One of the biggest ones we did in one season was fasting negativity, thinking and speaking negative things. So whatever it is, please ask the Lord, what do I need to fast from? How do I need to come in agreement, come into order, so that this shift that's about to take place, I don't have old stuff I'm hanging on to. I don't got things that are weighing me down because he's about to accelerate us into a season of blessing, into a season of fruitfulness, into a season of multiplication. And he doesn't need your eye on all these other things, no other distractions but him and where he's taking us. Amen. So I release that over this house right now, Father. I just release right now the ability to say yes to you, God, and anything else that's hindering us in any way, we surrender it right now to you, Jesus. I thank you that you are highlighting very specifically that thing that we let go of now in Jesus' name, that we forgive now in Jesus' name, that we're going to clean up now in Jesus' name. You highlight it to us, Lord, and so I thank you that you're doing a new thing. You're doing a new thing as you're preparing us to finish this year well as we shift into this next season of what you're doing, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. All right, team, y'all can have a seat. Uh, Pastor Stevens, got a, he texted me. He's got a quick word, too. Uh, before you do, I just, I'm going to go back on the, the word gate. And so she picked up on it, and I saw the gate of the treasury opening up, and I saw the, gate, the dung gate opening back up. So take the word seriously. 
Don't hoard what is dung to him. And don't hoard what is treasure for someone else. This has been weighing on me, and I just, Father, I just ask that as I speak what you're asking me to speak and declare what you're asking me to declare, that Holy Spirit, you would breathe upon it, and that my words would become creative, because they join with your will. So right now, to the men of the house, I call up the intercessors. You know who you are. I call out the intercessors, the warriors. They're not going to play second fiddle anymore. He gave us these tools and weapons to tear down strongholds. Get to swinging your sword. Men of this house, I call on the prophets and the seers. Rise up. Rise up. You too can prophesy. It says bond servants, men, women. He's going to pour out his spirit on all flesh. And we all have those gifts in our lives. So I specifically, as a prophet and as a men's pastor of this church, with whatever authority he's bestowed on me, I call forth the men of this house to rise up in the prophetic seeing gift that he has planted in you. And I say rise. Rise, prophetic intercessors. Rise, stand up. Fill in the gaps. I was talking to somebody this morning burning in my chest, and I feel in the prayer room, it's like a single mother mentality. The mother's having to swing the sword of a dad and a mom. And they can't do it on their own, no matter how good they try. They need us. We were designed to be warriors. That's what we were made to do. We're designed to be protectors. We're designed for that. Stand up. Fill in the gaps. Rise up. I blow on the fire in your belly right now. I call on that fire to rise. I stoke the fire in the name of Jesus. I stoke that fire. Stoke revival. I stoke revival in the men of this house. Transforming this house. Transforming this city. Oh my God. If you want some of this, I'll be standing over there. Yeah. Yeah, come on. So, so David texted me, uh, Juggernaut, and I was going to say, man, you, ca- you carry the spirit of a juggernaut. So if you want an impartation as a, to be a juggernaut in the spirit, go get some, right? So I'm just going to take a brief moment. Uh, Catherine, go ahead and have the team uh, hand out. Um, what we've got. So Mama B did an amazing job last week, did she not? It was really, really, really good. Um, talking about the, the uh, passing an inheritance to the next generation, a legacy, and really how it pertains even to the building and what we're doing. 
Papa Bill did an amazing job the week prior. It was I listened to it uh, when we were in Reading. It was an amazing, amazing word. You need to see what the Lord's doing through fathers and mothers to release a word in a season. You just got another word from a father that's calling up, not out, right? There's a difference between a dad who knows how to call people up versus a dad who knows, wants to call somebody out because they're insecure, right? And so there's, this is a season right now for us to be called up into a new level of abundance. And so what you're going to be handed is actually the, uh, and let me go ahead and grab one too, David, is going to be the actual uh, drawings for the building. So I'm going to give you guys a chance to grab that. So even as Pastor Stephen was talking about the intercessors, this is the thing. We want to release you guys into a prophetic intercession, declarations. Um, if you are already a member of this house, you've, you've gone through the process, you know you're a member of this family, this is for you. If you're visiting, uh, but you live in this city, in this region, and, and you want to see the kingdom come through this region, this is for you. And we want to invite you to come into a place and take some ownership of what the Lord is going to do through this building, this facility. Uh, when I was in Reading, uh, the Lord continued to, to speak this word of expansion. And so what you'll notice on here, and these blueprints are actually even different than the ones that are hanging up because we made a shift uh, where the cafe and bookstore and some of the things, because the Lord said it's time to continue to refine. But I think what we have in our hands right now has been refined to the point of phase one where we're, we're going to be going. And what Mama B actually challenged you guys to do is to actually take ownership and circle it. The reason we handed out a highlighter is you, what's the Lord highlighting on your heart for you to intercede for and not just intercede for. We don't come into intercession where we're begging the Lord for something. Uh, in Revelation 5.10, it says this, that Jesus is actually actually made us to be uh, kings and priests for him. And so what we need to understand is we're moving into a place of intercession as a priest, but declaration as a king. Let me hear you say intercession like a priest. Let me hear you say declaration like a king. You need to understand that your prayers are powerful, and it's going to be less about what you do as a priest, and it's much more what you're going to do as a king in this season, especially that's what's going to shift things in our region. Uh, we've been designed as a church to be, yes, a church body. We're a church family. We're a kingdom family. That will not ever change. But we're also called to be a representative of an apostolic resource center. That We are called to be a hub. We're called to be a refinery where people can come in and be radically transformed and actually experience the healing power of God, but then to go into a season of training and equipping so that they can be sent into the region to actually bring radical transformation. When you read through the book of Acts, you're going to see so many stories. It, it, it's the extension of what Jesus did when he sent the 12, and then there's another time he sent the 72 ahead to go and minister in the different cities because that's where he planned to actually go and visit during his lifetime. As it continued into the book of Acts, there is the, what you see is the church in Jerusalem would be able to get reports of what was happening in outlying areas. 
Philip, who was an evangelist, goes to Samaria, and the, the Samaritans receive Jesus Christ, and they begin to actually see radical transformation. The report comes back, though, to Jerusalem, says, the Samaritans have received Jesus. Who are we going to send to actually release the power of the Holy Spirit? And the local church sent Peter and John to actually go to that place. I don't think they sent Peter just because Peter was supposed to be the rock. I think what it was is from this apostolic resource center, we're saying, Holy Spirit, who are we to send to this particular group at this particular time and place? And the church together knew we're supposed to send Peter because there's something that Peter carries that's supposed to be released to the Samaritans, and that's what happened. But you have to understand, we don't have all of church history written in the book of Acts. Throughout church history, there was this continuation of, especially up in Antioch, became the center place of, of, of kingdom movement throughout the Roman Empire. And it was this, is they were trained and equipped as sons and daughters to become fathers and mothers. And suddenly they were sent into the places to actually bring kingdom transformation. That's who we are. That's what we do. And unapologetically, that's what we're building. Somebody says, why one more building? Why as big as it is? And I said, because the Lord told me several years ago, stop dreaming so small and start thinking with the heart and the mind that I've given you to dream for a radically transformed city and region. There's already four to six million people in our region from San Antonio to Austin. It's only going to go up more and more. We're in the fastest growing corridor in the nation. We had dinner on Thursday night, Kelly and I did, with several other apostolic leaders where we looked each other across the table and says, we know we love each other. We know we're in this to be in this together. But the Lord began to move in the room and says, but how did I design you to move together to see this transformation take place? And the Lord has given us a plumb line to plant in the south part of our region to say, we will see this part of the city, this part of the region actually won for the kingdom of God. You're part of this. This is what we're moving into. We will always have kingdom family because that's what we're supposed to be. We become kingdom family, fathers and mothers raising sons and daughters who become fathers and mothers. But you have to understand we are also a five-fold house. We are apostles, there's prophets, there's evangelists, there's pastors and teachers. And our responsibility is to equip the saints for the work of ministry, to radically see the kingdom come. Where one day what's going to happen from San Antonio to Austin, reports will be said is like, why did crime drop? Why did human trafficking end? Why did the drug rates drop? And it's going to be because Jesus and his kings and priests have actually risen up to their prominence and place to bring the kingdom on the earth as it is in heaven. That's our season. That's now. So what you'll notice is we haven't talked a lot about money and how much this thing is going to cost. It's on God's bill. It's on his bill. He's given us what to build, and we're starting at a point. But when I tell you what I want you to be praying for is $20 million. Let me hear you say $20 million. That's nothing. That's nothing. Not for our king. That's phase two and three. It would be 20 million. On this right now, I want you to see is on the top of the hill, we will one day build a ministry center and a, and a prayer citadel that's going to have a tower that will be able to people to go up in the top and see the north, south, east, and west over our region where we can send those prophetic intercessors and begin to intercede over our city. 
But we're starting with that beautiful building right there because we have to have a base of operations. So what we're praying for is this. September the 10th, we as a church are going to be taking... Uh, where we're going to be setting aside, this is what we're going to be pledging towards the building, and we're going to receive what's called a miracle offering. It's not that it's a miracle that anything comes in. The miracle is this. What did God do inside of your heart? Because you heard, asked him, what do you call me to do to participate? Do you understand when the widow gave her might, it was a miracle offering? Because she gave not out of her abundance, but she gave out of her need. She gave everything she had. And so there's going to be that moment where we're going to be doing that, and we will be talking. And the Lord gave us specifically September the 10th to do this. Between now and then, I want you to begin to pray. I want you to begin to prophesy. We've got the words that the Lord's going to abundantly above and beyond provide what we're going to do, what we need. That's coming. There's, there's, even in these last two to three months, there's been business people, kingdom entrepreneurs, who've walked into this, this church and said, this is where I'm putting up my stake. The Lord's called you to be here. We know that. We're called to actually be a kingdom wealth center as well, where the Lord is going. He's already given us words. People are going to come from your city. The city government will come and say, we have a need in this time and hour of crisis. And what are we going to do? We were called to be a storehouse. That's not just going to pour out spiritual wisdom, which we will. But there's actually going to be wealth that's going to come back to our city. That's what's coming. We're establishing, I've already shared with you, that we're setting up um, a, a regional task force to be able to see human trafficking ending. We're going to be meeting with our city leaders, our, our police chief, our political leaders, fire chief, all those things. In a couple months, we'll be letting you know what that looks like. So we can actually say, hey, we, the church in our region, are going to take responsibility for a plague that's hitting our society. And we're going to partner with you with wisdom and insight and all these prophetic intercessors they are going to get insight. Do you know that we have a prophetic finders group right now that has already found over, is it 51, where are you at, Noel? 55 missing children. 55 from the DFW group. And what is this? These are kids that were kidnapped or missing. Nobody knows where they're at. And they begin to pray to get words of knowledge where they're at. The Lord would begin to say, it's that there's this address or this house or this place. And partnering and giving those details to uh, police detectives who actually then go boots on the ground and find these kids. 55 already. Your face should go up. Your expectation of what is possible as the church in this city, in this region. And I'm good friends with other churches in this region. I'm, I'm talking with them. I'm praying with them. We're partnering with them together to do this. I'm saying, but the church, Ecclesia, it's time to rise up. Yeah. And unapologetically, we're supposed to lead the way. We're supposed to lead the way. So here's what you can do. Even these next couple months before September 10th, we're, we're asking the Lord to bring in $500,000, half a million and what that's going to do is immediately that's going to give us the money to pay all the engineers, you know, civil, mechanical, everything that's needed in order to take these plans and make them where they can go to the city and say, okay, we're ready for our permits. And then in that time frame, the rest of that process is going to allow us to work with the bank to where we can build and break ground by January. Yeah. So that by January 2025, we're here.
Come on. What do you believe is possible? Radical transformation. Radical transformation in our city. Right now, we're so worried about what's going screwy in Washington that it allows the negativity to go, well, maybe God can't work in this season. Come on now. We are kings and priests underneath the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And his promise is this, and my gospel of the kingdom will be preached to all the ends of the earth, and then the end will come. So let's bring the end. By starting here with generational belief for transformation. Amen? So why don't you stand up with me? And I'm really serious on this. Don't take this with you if you're not going to seriously pray over it. I would rather you leave it here in the seat if you're not going to take this serious that you're going to pray for this every single week. All right? No shame, no guilt, no condemnation, but let's just be real. Okay? But if you're ready to do it, I want you to raise up the level of your faith to see what God's going to do. So why don't you pray with me? Father, we come into agreement now that your desire is to release your legacy. This is not about this particular church. This is about your particular legacy. We put the, the plumb line of the Spirit into the ground in this place right now and declare that we will see the fullness of the kingdom released. We commit, Lord, right now to praying, to partnering, to declaring, to decreeing, to giving, to sowing into what you're going to do through this Apostolic Resource Center. Father, I just say, open up the storehouse of heaven right now over every family. I just bind right now the devourer. No longer will the children's inheritance be devoured by the enemy that's been defeated, but instead we release now a multiplication. Lord, release into the hands of your people to create wealth, generational wealth, transformational wealth, not just money, but ideas and thoughts and belief systems. We just stake this claim now, Jesus, and we believe that we will fully receive all that you have. And Lord, we petition now, we ask a debt-free building. We take seriously that you said we would be the lenders and not the borrowers. So Lord God, we thank you that you're going to release the capacity to actually, where we give in the times of needs, we're not the one having to borrow. And so I break off generational poverty now in Jesus' name. I break off generational mindsets, Lord God, that would be less than your best. I break off the orphan mindset that would say we can never do that. And instead, I release the mindset of the king. Sha. I release a kingdom mindset over every person now, every child, every teenager, every adult. And we declare this is the season of abundance and overflow.
This is the season of abundance and overflow. And just release that right now in Jesus' mighty name. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. Let me deal with the thought real quick because I heard it come in before the enemy tries to steal something from you. There's been those who've abused and misused health and wealth. And so, therefore, the church became aweary of that and threw the baby out with the bathwater because somebody particularly abused or misused it. And the Lord's going like, wait a minute. I have health and wealth for my people. Read it in the Word. Don't match up what you've seen with failed humanity and move into a poverty mindset. Move back into a kingdom mindset. Wealth is for the nations. Wealth is not just so we can do what we want to do. Do you hear what I'm saying? So I bless you guys. Thank you so much for joining us as we seek first after God's kingdom and release it to transform lives and cities. If you would like more information about how to grow in the kingdom or connect with Legacy, go to our website, www.legacynb.com.